Wow, it works. What's up? This is Derek. This is the Bariatric Badass Podcast. I said, wow, it works because I'm having trouble with uh, space on my phone, so I can't record. Um, I did this on my lunch break about about 9.30 a.m. this morning, where I did a you know, 10-minute podcast about a topic that um, has been bubbling in my mind for the last couple days. Um and I wanted to save it so I could edit it and publish it. And it came back and said, you don't have enough space. Free up some space before you close this out. So, yeah, screw it. So I just deleted it and just, I'll do it. I'll do it some other time. So that's what I'm going to do now. This is triggered by TikTok, all right? Uh, I, I, was, uh, I follow a woman. She's got about 12,500 followers. I came out and said, just a friendly reminder this Christmas, you can eat whatever you want. As long as it is in moderation, which is true. Like, yeah, you don't expect that from me. It's true. All right. Three cookies, three Oreo cookies a day is not going to ruin your progress. But you got to think, you got to think about this from a bigger picture. Okay. How many, and, if, and I seriously mean, if you take a step back in this community and you ask every single bariatric patient in the community as a whole on every platform why you are in the weight loss surgery community, they're going to say, of course, because I had weight loss surgery. You're going to ask them why. And they're going to tell you, they give you a variety of answers. They blame people or they take responsibility and they say, you know, I have impulsive behavior. I deal with depression. I deal with anxiety, which is okay because I am right there with you. Some are here because of illness. But a majority of us are here because of impulsive behavior. With that being said, can you really stay to three cookies? Let me give you an example. I filled up my kids' socks, Christmas stockings this uh, this Christmas from Santa with toys instead of candy. And that doesn't make me a bad parent. You know, taking away Christmas candy from the kids is not being a bad parent. As a matter of fact, it's the right thing to do. Instead of buying them video games, which we thought about doing, we thought about getting them all Nintendo Switches, switches it would have cost us $1,000. But we got them bikes instead. Saved a little bit of money. But it was the right thing to do. You should see my daughter. And she got on her little frozen princess bikes with the little tassels on the handles. Flying down the road. It was great. Good experience. Great experience as me um, seeing my baby girl. No fear. Flying down the road with a little, little, little frozen pink helmet on. It was great. Anyway. Having these foods in my house... Because I, for one, suffer from impulsive behavior. Meaning, Derek is clinically diagnosed with manic bipolar depression. For those of you who don't understand or you haven't researched or you haven't experienced anything with anybody who has that particular problem, it's bad. And it's bad. You know, out of nowhere, it'll stop me in my tracks. I'm very lucky to have the support system that I do at my home and on my and online from my following. 
I'd be fucked, period. I can't do this on my own. I have no problem admitting that. I have no problem admitting that I'm a failure. But I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm, I might be a failure, but I'm not quitting. You know, I'm a, I'm a failure, not a quitter. It, it, there's a difference. I've failed so many times. I've got 11,500 followers. We just passed 11,000 downloads, which is phenomenal. We are number two, creeping up on number one on Podbean as far as the most popular bariatric podcast. Not sure where we're at on Apple or Spotify. Well, because Apple and Spotify are a pain in the ass and we're up against some big podcasts. Um, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't really matter where we're at as far as numbers are concerned. What matters is that one person is being reached. So if this podcast reaches you, I would love for you to tell your bariatric friend. We don't run commercials in these podcasts other than our Patreon. I'll oh, we'll spit that out right now. Patreon.com forward slash bariatrica underscore LLC. It'll be in the body of the uh, description of this podcast episode. Um, also with bariatricbadass.com where you can find all of Sharice's blogs as well as our web, our web store, which is up and running now. Um, so please spread, spread the message, spread the sickness. So this is my problem that I have with this young lady who came out and said, you can eat whatever you want this Christmas as long as it's in moderation. Moderation. Think about it. Is there anything moderate about yourself? I mean, I'm going to speak for myself because I represent a good, good portion of the community. When I deal with my depression, when I deal with my anxieties, when I deal with um, negative energy, whether that's from work, from my extended family, which I dealt with big time in the last couple of weeks, um, or I have guilt, dealing with guilt because I feel like I'm doing something wrong or whatever, I'll be impulsive, okay? And as long as there's not foods that brought me to this community, meaning cookies, cakes, whatever, that's the last thing that I'm impulsively going to choose. I really hope you follow me. Instead, I impulsively will, you know, have sex or I will impulsively go to the gym and rip my body to shreds and I can feel it right now because my hips, my SI joints are killing me. Or I'll impulsively, impulsively clean the holy living fuck out of my house because, well, when uh, daddy gets on a rampage, and I don't mean a mean rampage, I mean, I'm like, you know, going through the house, picking up everything I can find, you know, doing this, doing that. I do that a lot because... I guess it's grounding a little bit. And so, if that's not you, and you have Chips Ahoy Oreo cookies, or like this young lady was eating, was a donut, looked like a Krispy Kreme donut. You have a dozen donuts, two dozen donuts in your house because you have children or you have a spouse that doesn't support your way of life. Those impulses happen. So saying, especially from this young lady, saying that she should, it's okay, telling your following of 12 and a half thousand people that it's okay to do this is not only reckless, but it's going to end up 
in, in, in the end, it's going to end up bad. Period. Plain and simple. There is no other. I this is. I'm going on eight years. Okay, I'm going on eight years that I have been in this weight loss surgery community. I know exactly what I'm talking about. Over the course of the last seven, almost eight years, I've lost over 250 pounds. The sad part about this is I've gained over 250 pounds. And even though I've lost it, that up and down, up and down, up and down bullshit has taken a toll on my body. It's taken a toll on my mental health as well. So if you're one of the bariatric patients who believes you can eat whatever you want, but in moderation, then you need to make sure you have 100% control of your mental health. Now, this woman, this, I, I can't remember her name or else I'd call her out. I'm not call her out because I, she puts out great content. She really does. Um, very beautiful. Her weight loss surgery looks explicitly perfect. I can remember, maybe in a later episode or maybe in the con, the, uh, um, the body of this episode, I'll put her, her, uh, TikTok tag. Um, I just, I just believe it's reckless. You know, if you can handle the impulsive and the impulsiveness, which a lot of us can't, I mean, that's why we're here in the community in the first place. And this is hard to hear shit, but you know, and this is very rigid and rough thing information to hear, but it's true. I mean, comment on this podcast. If you believe that it is true that a lot of our people are, I'm talking our people, I'm talking the bariatric community. We're one fucking race. All of us, no matter what color you are, no matter where you're from, no matter what gender you claim to be, we are all one. We are all one vibing. We're all one struggling. We're all one going by a certain law of bariatrics that says we're supposed to do this, this, and this. I am set out to change this, this, and this so people don't get and suffer through the same shit that I went through to get to where I'm at. Like I said, I've been saying it all fucking year. Well, not all year. I've been saying this since October. I have lost almost 70 pounds. I will be reweighing again on January 1st. I haven't been on the scale for almost a month. Almost 70 pounds. This year. Now how I did that? I was eating things in moderation. Do you know what I was eating in moderation? We talked about this. Go back and listen to some episodes. What I've been eating in moderation is whole food. Today, for example, leftover dark meat turkey with sweet potatoes. Absolutely fucking yummy. But didn't agree very well with my pouch. And sweet potatoes give me every time. So what Sharice did is we got it from my from my dad. We got a uh, I'm not exactly sure what it's called, but it's an air fryer that is like could probably power my entire house. It's a surla table. Uh, Sur La Table um, air fryer that has a rotisserie, a deep fryer. I mean, I mean, some bitch probably cost a couple hundred bucks. Top of the line shit. Sharice woke up this morning. All she's been doing all day 
is cooking, playing with it, playing with it, playing with it. She's like a little kid. She's like one of those little girls, in, in you know, in those little plastic play kitchens, going in and doing, that's what Sharice has been doing all day. So by the time I got home today from work, there was food all over the counter, prep food for the next two weeks. It was great. She's doing a really great job. I love her so much. She's doing great. So again, a little, uh, a little abrasive episode, but hopefully it rings some bells in the heads of people who believe that eating in moderation is okay. If you could eat in moderation, you probably wouldn't be in the weight loss surgery community in the first place, okay? Again, when I say eating in moderation, you keep the shit out of your house. I don't bring the foods into my house for a reason. Even on special occasions this Christmas, our church bought over a gift basket of garbage food. A, a turkey, which we destroyed on Christmas night and just ate the entire thing on Christmas night, me and Sharice and the kids. But it also probably two, three pounds of chocolate, peanut clusters, uh, cinnamon bears, all kinds of just really high sugary shit. And coming from somebody who has heart issues, there's one thing that is going to get you every single time. And this doesn't take overnight. I didn't, I wasn't able to ban these sugary garbage trigger foods from my house. I didn't wake up one morning and be like, ugh, you know, it's done, I'm done. That's not how it was. It happened, it took time. You know, this quote unquote journey, okay? It's a journey, not a marathon. It's, you know, it's, it's not a race to see how fast you can be dominant enough. At one time in my life, in the last seven years, I said I was going to be on top of this community as the greatest influence it had ever seen. I was going to bring change to this community that, it's, that it needs change. This community needs change. It does. If you don't believe me, go into some of the groups right now and see all the past resets that are getting set up for January 2nd. See all the, okay, it's time for, you know, confession post. What did you eat? What, what yummy stuff did you eat? Just get pictures of it, whatever. People looking for uh, support for their poor behavior. I get it, you know. But you got to understand what this stuff is doing to you. And what it's doing to your fellow bariatric patient friend or group member. And it comes a little bit of personal responsibility when it comes to promoting such nonsense. I'm not saying this because I, you know, because I feel I'm better than everybody. I'm saying this because I'm a little bit more experienced than a lot of the people that listen to us or follow us. A lot of the people that follow us and listen to us are under four years. So you haven't even, you haven't even broke the crest of facing. I, it's my opinion that you will not become a successful bariatric patient until you face your inner demons. And it's going to be ugly. When I faced my inner demons... I almost took my life. It was scary. A lot of substance abuse was involved, a lot of heartbreak, 
a lot of guilt. I literally ruined every single member of my family, my sisters who I love dearly, who treated me like shit through this whole fucking thing. My dad, who had to experience what it meant to deal with a my 16-year-old boy's epilepsy. Because my 16-year-old boy's epilepsy is triggered by raw emotion. Meaning, he sees his dad carried away because his dad has gone fucking off the deep end because he's been awake for seven days. Gets carried away to a hospital in an ambulance twice in one night. Gets locked up. So he has seizures because of it. I feel horrible. The guilt alone is traumatizing to me. Usually I say there's one thing I could change. Being almost eight years out would be to make more videos and take more pictures. But what I really wish I could change is that I would give anything to be able to go back late uh, May, started in May, get off the substances as fast as I could, seek help as fast as I could so I didn't have to drag my family to the dirt. Because that sleep deprivation, psychosis, search that up, look that up, Google sleep deprivation psychosis and just research it. That's what was happening to me. I was hallucinating. I was losing my mind. If you, I'm going to, April 1st, I'm going to reshare the picture that I took. What I did on April 1st was I laid on my bed. As you could see in my fucking eyes how, just how gone I was. Yeah, my, my eyes were glossed over and my face was flushed red. And all I was talking about is how me and Cherie support the vaccine. I took that video and I took a screenshot of a part of the video that just, who is that man? I am so guilt-ridden by those events. I can promise you this. I spent a couple hours with my dad. Me and my dad don't get along very well. He thinks, what he thinks about me doesn't matter. But it matters to me. And he very heartfully fully asked me to get medicated to help deal with my bipolar. The problem I have with my bipolar medication is not because I don't want to need that shit. There's nothing to do with it. The problem I have with my bipolar medication is one of the worst side effects of the whole thing is suicidal thoughts. With everything I've been through in my life, with everything I'm currently going through now, the last thing I want is prescription suicide. So what I'm going to do, January 2nd, 
I'm going to get in touch with my therapist. I'm going to get back on my medication. For me. But I'm going to make sure that it's monitored through my therapist to prevent anything that could happen. There's a fucking beast inside of me that is in charge. And it's the wrong beast. There's a man... There's a man beast inside of me that is in charge right now that I'm slowly scratching at to try and save my life and try to bring some change to me and my life and my family. And to everybody that wants to hear, everybody that has the courage and the time to listen to my story. I'm a storyteller and you can learn from me. You can't learn what to do from me. You can learn what not to do. And what you shouldn't do is allow yourself to have triggers in your house and think that you can eat them in moderation because what's going to happen is you've got you know, a, a couple sleeves of Oreos or some of the delicious cookies that they put out during Christmas, the red velvet cookies. And all of a sudden, you're going to get slapped in the face with something that's going to be very hurtful. You're going to get sick. You're going to get COVID. You're, someone in your family is going to get COVID. Someone's going to get really sick. A pet's going to die. Your heart's going to get broken. And after that, your impulses will fire on, you know, at all, all points. It'll fire at all points. And you'll eat the entire fucking box. I have been there recently. Please get control. Look at me. When you see me on video, look at me and promise me you will work harder. Don't go where I went. Don't go where I went. I had, I had a life-changing, almost deadly life-changing changing experience that I barely survived. You might not be so lucky. I love you guys very much. I do. In our Patreon, we're kicking ass and people are making progress. Why? Well, I'm about ready to tell you, which is probably going to be kind of bitter because, well, that's not the way people will like to pay. We make you work for it. We don't chase you, right? We've lost quite a few clients here in the last eh, couple months. Or don't chase them. If you're not willing to set yourself aside, to set your pride aside, to take an extra effort, to communicate with me and Sharice and put a plan together. I don't got my shit together, but motherfucker, I can build a plan that is a lock tight. And Sharice, very educated, 
multiply, multiply certified weight loss surgery, bariatric and fitness nutritionist, as well as a going to school for exercise science and kinesiology. Of course, kinesiology is the study of movement. Your physical therapist, your yoga masters, all have degrees in this. That's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash bariatrica underscore LLC. And definitely get your ass over to bariatricbadass.com. That's where you can find find all of our past podcast episodes as well as Sharice's blog. She's blogging every single week about what she's learning at her school as well as some pretty kick-ass recipes um, and our web store. I love you guys very much. Hopefully you have a great week. Peace out.